You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Gentlemen, start your engine! Triangle Tire, Tires for Life presents Dave's Corner Garage. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed can sometimes be accompanied by hand gestures, which your sister may find offensive, but you think are hilarious. There's one in every family. Buckle in, everyone. It's time to get this show on the road. Time for Dave's Corner Garage, your Saturday morning joyride on Zoomer Radio. Got a car query? Call now, 416-360-0740 or toll free at 1-866-740-4740. Come on. Good morning, everybody. How are you, Steve? I'm okay there, son. How's your neck? Oh, it's 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 a hurting, I'm telling you. I've got this collar on, and... Um, Here we go. Uh, and, and, uh, you know, Darren thought I wore it for him because, cause, well, that, he's the Michelin guy. Is there a triangle guy with a big roly-poly thing? No. You no, don't have a no. mascot, eh? He's got triangles at various uh, positions on his body. <laughs> for, for, those who, for those who can't see this on radio, imagine that. Al's got a Dr. Ho thing on his neck, and he looks like a caterpillar, but he's, he's getting through it. And in studio this hour, we have Darren Bossens from Triangle Tire. Good day. Good morning, gentlemen. You hear away? He's just been whining all morning. Went I back, know. I, well, neck. I don't blame him. I know what that pain's yeah. like. It's uh, it's not fun. You need CBD cream. And we have <laughs> from uh, California, Mr. Brian Max. How are you, Brian? I'm great, Steve. Oh, you sound so American. Oh, wow. You're like awake and everything, eh? What time is it yeah. there? It, it is 7.07 a.m. here in sunny Monterey, California, and right. I'm sitting in the passenger seat of my Hyundai Elantra and test car with a heated seat on outside of a Starbucks because I've got reliable Wi-Fi here. But who's driving? Uh, <laughs> right, right, right now, nobody. Oh, okay. <laughs> nobody. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's an autonomous coffee drinker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the, and the coffee's good. I can't complain. Very good. So, Al, what do we got coming up? Well, we've got, of course, as we said, we've got Darren Boston's here. We're going to talk all about Triangle Tires and uh, Trial Brand Tires. have been around for a million years. Uh, maybe new to you. Maybe you haven't heard about them. But they've been around for, what, 40-odd years, eh? Yeah. Yeah, they've been in there about uh, – they're in the top 10 uh, as far as uh, size of tire companies. So, uh-huh. uh, yeah, they've been around for a while producing uh, tires. So And no speaking of tires, uh, you know, most of the time people would have to go down to the local shop. But now – I guess it happened before COVID, but but now the the butler will come to you. The tire butler. We've got Jack Benzikar on the call on the call with us. That was smooth. Yeah, huh? Great idea. Great yeah, idea. yeah, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Because people are so busy, and especially if they work from home, eh? Um, otherwise, you know, it's it's old school. Where do you go? Hey, Al, can I bring in my car next week? Uh, you got a loaner car for me? You know, <laughs> Here comes another mob, yeah. another mob voice. <laughs> He's got the mafia coming in. <laughs> and just for those who are, uh, we're going to tune in for this uh-huh. when uh, we're talking to Jack later on this hour. He has a service called Swap and Shop. You have to be very careful how you say that in Don't this say city. it fast. Yes. Otherwise, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So uh, that'll be coming up. And uh, Darren is here as well. Not just about uh, we're going to announce the winner of the Triangle Tire Crown Contest. Oh, that's right. But uh, getting into what people are going to be doing soon. Getting to their RVs, their trailers. So Triangle, I've got a lot of brands with... Uh, 
yeah, the tires for the trailers. Yeah, they they cover a few segments. So and uh, ST uh, trailer tires is one of them. So we'll maybe talk about maybe that. Brian can have a an ST tire tire down there in Monterey. Have you ever seen? Have you uh, seen many trailers down there, Brian? Uh, the the paddock at uh, at uh, WeatherTech Laguna Seca <laughs> Laguna Seca Raceway is full of tires right now. Um, I've spent the last couple of days at the racetrack, and um, all they're doing is, of course, burning tires. Now, is it a tire Sounds test like session? Uh, no, this this is the um, the IMSA race weekend, so the Professional Sports Car Racing Series, the one that that also comes to Canadian Tire Motorsport Park. Right. So, this event is called the Hyundai Monterey Sports Car Championship, presented by Motul Race. All right. Well, we'll hear more about that after the break. We got to take a break right now, and of course, Alan and Brian. That's I'm him, and he's junior. You, you. We're going to talk about ST Trailer Tires. You know, I was watching. Uh, I was watching that old show where they. Uh, Pickers, American Pickers, and they American. found they found a forty-five-year-old Airstream trailer, and they towed it home, thinking it was the original tires. Crazy. And they were still holding air. I don't know. We'll find out just Yeesh. after the break. This is Dave's Corner Garage. Lots of fun. We'll be right back. Welcome back. This is uh, Dave's Corner Garage, and throughout the hour, we got Darren Bossison from Triangle Tire. And if you want to look at their uh, their website to uh, go through with all the tires we're going to talk about today, it's Triangle. Tire.ca. Great website. Over to you, Dr. Ho. Well, you know, a couple of weeks back, we had Amy Bradley on from uh, from Haggerty Insurance, and she's big on trailers and motorhomes and whatnot. And, of course, she was trying to help us out, to, to especially so many people nowadays have just gotten new into the, to the, the hobby. I mean, they weren't people who trailered before. Uh, again, with COVID, people found that was a great way for the family to stay together, not get diseases. Um, but, but they're new to it. And again, they don't know what to do. And, and oft times, isn't that how people find out they got a problem when something bad happens? That's usually the first indicator for most people, so, especially when it comes to tires, right? Right, 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 right. I mean, if they're around and they're moving, you don't know. They're, they're as long as they're moving down the ro- rolling down the road, you're fine, right? <laughs> <laughs> what was that? I think, <laughs> I think Brian just rolled down the road. <laughs> I think, I, I, I'm not moving here. I'm just I'm sitting quietly in my car. That's all I can say. It's not 12 o'clock yet. I was gonna you, know? say, that's <laughs> what I was gonna you have ice in that coffee? <laughs> <laughs> all right, so generally speaking, I mean, how long... Forget about the tread, because normally we're just looking at tread depth, right? People Correct. look at the tread and go, yeah, it looks like it's pretty thick. Um, the composition of the rubber or the casing or the actual what's inside of it, how long does that normally last? Well, it, it, it depends on, uh, you know, the, the type of tire, A, eh? and, uh, you know, what kind of, you know, what, what kind of experiences it's had through its life, essentially. But, you know, casings last quite a long time it, the tread the casing will outlast the tread all day long right? the question so. Is, is so so a trailer tire is not built the same as a passenger or correct a tire, correct. correct yeah they're they're they typically don't wear out uh-huh. um and especially unless you're running a commercial unit where you're you know trailering something all all year round there's very little mileage on them um and as i said they they are not essentially meant to wear out what they typically do as you well know is they dry out they crack they um you know it's 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 basically the ozoning um the oils and everything coming out of the tire dries it out starts mm-hmm. to crack up and that's where you have your problems and so you're suggesting that it, well obviously at least once a year somebody should crawl underneath that vehicle and have a look see Absolutely. You want to take a look, you know, not just on the outside, uh, you know, the sidewall on the outside of the vehicle, mm-hmm. but also on the inside. That's typically, you know, Murphy's Law, as they say. Uh, that's where a lot of things can can start to occur on the inside. Right, exactly. And and in a lot of cases, too, uh, you have to look 
within the tread itself, right? That's like between the, the blocks place. of tread, you're going to find cracks a lot of times. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, and and the other thing too is especially for the newbies out there who think that computer computers know everything, uh, tire pressure monitors. Yes. Um, I, I think they can be bought because I actually just saw a, a fellow's truck that I know he was towing with, and there was a whole big contraption there on the dashboard. But uh, but generally speaking, trailer tires don't come with TPS sensors. No, no. They, and um, uh, Like you said, there is some aftermarket stuff out there. I don't really see a lot of it out there. Mm-hmm. You see it a little bit more in the uh, medium truck um, segment right. um, for tractor trailers, if you will. Um, but yeah, there's there's typically no TPMS for uh, for trailers. That's why you've got to check the pressures. Don't just kick the tire or hit it with a hammer. Oh. Well, um, you know, check the actual pressure. Brian, you know, you've been racing gauge. for years. Obviously, you I guess you use trailers for getting the cars to the track, or do you you know? Or oh you... yeah, I, I've been I've been towing for years, and 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 not just uh, not just race cars. I mean, I I think I, I started towing race cars in uh, in the early '90s, and I've been pretty. Um, pretty aggressive about making sure that you know the tires are replaced way ahead of time and i've never had a failure even you know even when i've been towing boats or 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 sea dues and that sort of thing i i just get on top of that stuff and i'm i'm i've always been ahead of it and fortunate to never have a failure and that and that's kind of my approach especially when it comes to racing like i just don't want to be late i don't want to be i don't want to screw up a race weekend um but you know that that gets me thinking darren is there is there a, a rule of thumb for for aging out trailer tires i mean with car tires there's there's, i have a different approach but i don't know i don't know what the life cycle should be for a a trailer tire yeah and and it's it's really basically how they're stored um as you know a lot of the um you know the um uh, what am i thinking of here the uh sounds like (laughs) no the motorhomes not they come with uh protectors for the tires so when you're not using it you get you know at least the sun's not beating down on them so if your trailer's just sitting at the side of the house the sun's beating down on them uh, you know, day after day, it, you're definitely going to have a shorter uh, lifespan. Um, anything, uh, you know, if you keep it inside, it's going to actually extend the life life of it. But at the end of the day, it's it's uh, it's all about checking it. And basically at the beginning of the year and maybe a few times through the year for that cracking. And, and as Al said, it's, it's typically down in the voids on the tread faces where you start to see it or just up from the bead area. Um, you'll start to see cracking and it starts to open up. Uh, that's the best time to basically pull them off and get some new uh, new rubber on. Now, the other thing you want to think about too is the sizing and how that what, what that connection is. Of course, is that in a lot of cases, trailer tires are only ten inch or twelve inch or you know along those sizes. Yep. Well, that means if if they're trying to keep up with a tire that's an eighteen or twenty inch. They'd be turning twice as fast as they, everything else. Their RPMs are much higher than what uh, the tow vehicle is for sure. So now that consideration must be made, obviously, when they're they're building it. Absolutely, and that's why, like I said, they don't really wear out. But you also got to keep in mind too: a lot of people will throw a bunch of stuff. Like the the load capacity of the tire matches the piece of equipment, right? But then people overload it. Like a, in a case of a, a tow along, you'll they'll put their uh, cooler in there and, and you know a bunch of all their luggage and everything. So you got to really watch that too, as far as what uh, what uh, carrying capacity they have. Well, I bought me a whole side of beef, and I plan on barbecuing it this weekend. Oh. So, so we better we got to throw the, the barbecue in the back of the boat, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Right? There you go. So you got family coming from Newfoundland again, or what? Uh, yeah. As a matter of fact, we got some cod. We we're, it's soaking right now because you're gonna. You, you, uh, <laughs> Never mind. It's cod season, right? <laughs> cod, cod forbid. Cod forbid. God forbid. Oh, let's mark mark that down and not use that one again. All right, we're gonna take a break right now. And find out, you know, Brian's always taking cars on test drives. 
I want to talk about brakes because he's always talking about that as being an important, integral part of his test drives. we got to run. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. DCG, davescornergarage.com, and we want to thank everybody. We had thousands of entries for the uh, contest for a triangle tire set and also a full crown application, which will be uh, not installed by Glen Allen Motors because it's next to sore, but we'll, we'll take care of that. <laughs> <All> right, <laughs> next. <laughs> We're talking brakes. We're going to hand it over to Al. We are talking brakes, and, and, you know, Brian's out in California, and he's probably, well, I know he's not, He's test driving an electric car today, but he's done uh, Mazda recently. He's done the pickup trucks. Um, so braking on an electric vehicle, Brian, can you explain quickly how is it any different than braking on a normal car? It, it's significantly different, and and there there you know there are a lot of considerations there. I've you know spoken to many engineers who work on and have developed electric cars and and hybrids mm-hmm. and one of the things that they do they've got they've got traditional brakes mm-hmm. but then that electric motor will basically work in a reverse and capture energy when that vehicle is decelerating so some of these modern electric cars you can actually drive them on one pedal like the hyundai ionic 5 i drove a couple of weeks ago it's sort of got one pedal operation and instead of using the brake pedal you simply lift off the throttle and that engages that regenerative braking function of the electric motor it's a it's a cool thing but it doesn't work exactly the same thing as a brake pedal. So sometimes you need to slow the vehicle quicker than that, that regenerative braking would, and you need to actually engage the brake pedal. So, and one of, the, one of the biggest challenges for engineers is to get that blending right, to get that feel right so it makes sense to the driver. And that Ionic 5 works great. What that means when you're, you know, you're, driving an electric car or um, a hybrid that have has regenerative braking is you're not using the brake pedal all that much so the brakes tend to last a little bit longer but that's you know you can end up not touching the brakes or or not wearing out your brake pads in years in some of these cars but over time they do degrade what do you what do you think al well i know that um because of their lack of use for let's call it um you know, if you use regenerative braking, your actual brakes on the car are not even part of the, the picture, right? Um, like you said, there's not even a brake pedal in that case. You know, you're only taking your foot off the gas. So the brakes, in fact, aren't moving. So very, very similar to what we've gone on in the last couple of years with, with the, because of COVID, where, you know, because people didn't use their cars a whole lot, or mm-hmm. if they did, it was limited. The brakes got hardly any function at all. And uh, just like they're telling me my, my, my arm and elbow would work better if I moved it to get lubricated, um, <laughs> when you don't use it, it gets locked up, eh? Get lubricated, um, buddy. Get lubricated. <laughs> well, Brian's got one on the go. I think he just called for another one, actually. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, so, in fact, the, because they're not moving... They, they stop moving altogether, and what you have in a lot of cases where the outboard pad will be stationary and the inboard pad is doing most of that braking. Um, so because you're only using half the brakes, in essence, they wear out, duh, twice as fast. So it does happen that, uh, you know, because people in the, in, the, in the regular car business were worried about, well, we won't have any work to do when, when the cars come out as electric. Yes, we will. We're going to have... Twice we could actually have twice the amount of brake work, um, and the other integral part of why? braking. Let me jump in here. Why? Why is that? Well, because you're not using because you're using the uh, the motor effect on the or say the generator effect yeah. on the motor to right. regenerate electricity to slow the car down. So that doesn't actually use the brakes in the car itself. 
they're just uh, sitting along for the ride at that point. But Brian, Brian, you know, when when you're when you're hustling the car, when you're really pushing it, can how do they blend that that transition? You know, between uh, again, you taking your foot off the gas, applying the brakes, and then you're going, well, I need a little bit more brake to that. Um, <laughs> like, do you feel that jump or bump, or how do they do it? You know, you used to, you know, I've been I've been testing cars for, I don't know, over 10 years and you used to feel uh, a transition uh-huh. and now they've gotten so good at 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 blending that transition between traditional braking and regenerative braking. It is remarkable. And I think it I mean, it, it's been a while since I've spoken to these engineers, but the trick is is really finessing that that transition um, into and out of regenerative braking because you know still the 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 brakes are mechanical they're not brake by wire in in a lot of these cars so they're still very much mechanical and the trick is on the regenerative braking side so it's all you know kind of in the software um, on the um, related to the electric motors function more than anything else but um, a, lo- a lot of these cars now and you know, the, the reason they have to focus on this is because, you know, people are accustomed to driving traditional cars and they want that normal braking feel to be there. And almost everything I've driven lately is just perfect in that regard. Oh, great. Okay. Well, we're going to get, uh, you know, Darren just resting comfortably right now and thinking, relaxing, having a good time. But we're going to get him involved in this conversation right after the break because, you know, it's important that uh, tires also play an integral part of how that car performs. And he's going to tell us everything he knows about that right after this break. This is <laughs> this Corner Garage. <laughs> we'll be right back. Al, your uh, your cod, your cod's ready. Now we finally got some nice weather. It's a beautiful weekend, and people are going to get their campers ready and the trailers ready. So it's a great time to have Mister Ready, Darren Bostonson from Triangle <laughs> Tire. There you go. So you got a trailer tire. You, you haven't looked at it in, in well, since you parked it. Since Six it was, months. Right, yeah. right, right, right. So best thing to do is get underneath there, jack it up, and give her a spin, eh? Yeah, give her a spin. Check out, for like I said, uh, any cracking damage, um, obviously any uh, nails or, you know, any foreign objects uh, stuck in the tire. Uh, check the pressures. You want to definitely check the pressures. Now, are trailer tires generally more or less the same price as car tires? Um, yeah, generally speaking, there's there's kind of two kinds in the sense there's a uh, there's an all steel belted radial uh-huh. type, uh, yeah. which is a bit more expensive, holds more weight, a little right. more industrial, and then you have your typical polyester type radials that uh, you know most people would have on their boat trailers, uh, utility trailers, that type of stuff. So, uh, so in other words, there's a maximum allowable weight that you can put on a tire. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. And uh, I, obviously, the the fabric or the cheaper one is going to be not as not as robust. Not as, as the robust, other yeah. And and the and but the best thing to do, of course, is to check with the. I mean, if you can still read it on the tire before it got destroyed because you never checked it, uh, <laughs> or rubbed the rubbed it down the curb many times. Right. So well, then you look on the inside. Then of the you tire. have to go on the inside. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. yes. That, that's the best way to do it. But basically, you're saying is best to uh, you know match what came on the thing originally, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. you generally do one only, or can you do two? Do you only do them in you, pairs? You can do one um, if you're replacing them because it's it's like and as you know, if depending if where you store it, if it is stored outside, one side is going to get more sun than the other, mm-hmm. and that typically happens. So you're, you're going to have more weather checking and, and deterioration on the one that's uh, facing the sun more so. But uh, typically, you want to change them in pairs, unless you get a, uh, you know, one blows out on you or you right, get it's it only damaged your, or whatever. Right, you had bought a new set last year, so only yeah, one you're will fine do. there. Yeah. Right. Uh, the other thing you may want to do uh, this is quite important, especially for uh, boat trailers. 
uh, is when you have that wheel up in the air, you may want to give it a spin because you could have a, had water intrusion into the bearings yes. inside the wheel uh, because, hey, the wheel was underwater, right? Rust it was in the lake. and seizes up on you, right? Exactly. And, and, and I guess it's not like a car. I mean, when you've got a front or rear wheel bearing going a car, you can hear it because it's part of the car. But, but when it's 30 feet behind you, you're not going to hear that. No, you find out when the wheel passes you. <laughs> All of a sudden, you get, right, right, right. You feel the thud and go, oh, look, the wheel fell off. Somebody's, oh, shoot, that's ours. <laughs> it happened to us when I was a kid. My dad, we had a boat. My, we were trailing, and I'm not sure where. I was up the 401, mm-hmm. and uh, my dad said, oh, my God, a tire just passed us. And then he, because re- we had a tandem trailer, so you right. didn't feel the thud as much. But, uh, yeah, it was our tire that uh, had passed. Because once the, you know, that, that that tire is going X amount of kilometers an hour with weight on it. As mm-hmm. soon as you take that weight off, it actually speeds up, right? So it'll pass you as you're going to, going down the road. And what about checking torque on wheel nuts and whatnot? I guess that's always always important. Yeah, yeah. You want to like in your uh, initial setup in the in the beginning of the season. You want to if, if you can, if you got a torque wrench, uh, check it mm-hmm. just to be safe. Brian, uh, any uh, funny trailer stories? Uh, well, I, I heard one the other day. I can't say who told me this, but I'll... I'll, I'll oh, because uh, you don't want to out them? Is that it? <laughs> what's, what's that, Al? You didn't want to out them, eh? They're like this famous automotive engineer who forgot to do what most people should automatically do, right? No, it's a famous racing driver whose name I can't mention. Okay. Uh, told me this at dinner the other day, but uh, he was driving in, in Florida. Mm-hmm. A car sped past him on the freeway, hit a boat trailer knocked the boat flying into the air Ooh, when the boat landed it ended up clipping his car <laughs> oh wow whoa uh, but of course that's a you know that's a that's a crazy florida story but uh you know yeah i've been i've been towing for for years and and you know done the boat thing and done the race car thing and and uh, like i said earlier i've been fortunate to not have any problems and that's because you know my approach to racing is to prepare 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 and mm. you know if if you know you've got a um, a camper trailer or a, or or a car trailer or even a boat trailer, you know I you know my advice to everybody is is to really check those tires and, and of course you got to check the, the bearings and the hubs and and, and everything else because um, you you just don't want that that roadside failure it's the, it's the worst experience. Well, exactly. I mean, where are you going to find a part? And things never happen in a good time. It right? can ruin your trip. Absolutely, it can ruin yeah. your trip yeah. whether you're going or coming back home. Oh, sure. And, and you know, if, when that wheel comes off, for example, or tire comes off, guaranteed you're going to ruin some of the studs. You're going to lose half the wheel bolts. Oh, and you can you can injure somebody, too, right? It's it's a it's a heavy, <laughs> the, between the rim and the tire, That's probably, you're probably looking at anywhere from 80 to 140 pounds. For sure, for sure, for sure. You know, Brian, you've been working on an article for, for Haggerty. We mentioned that a little bit earlier um, about the Fosmobile. Now, we're not talking about Roy Foss here, right? No, def- definitely not. Um, you know, it's it's an interesting story that was brought to my attention um, over a year ago, and I didn't even know about this. I, you know, I learned something new in the course of uh, my my work and my column at Haggerty. And mm-hmm. a gentleman uh, from Sherbrooke, Quebec, called George Foot Foss, about 120 years ago, built Canada's first internal combustion automobile. It shows you how unassuming we are, eh? I mean, wow. and, and, and I read the story. It was a great story. And, and here's a guy who got approached by Henry Ford, was probably like, yo, kid, we can make some money together, right? And, and he, he blew him off. Yeah, he did. He did. You know, he mm-hmm. he he had this this working automobile, and you know, of course, it was it was the first, and and uh, you know, lots of problems. But he was uh, he was uh, a mechanic, and 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 
you know, you know, mechanically minded and, and basically an engineer. So, you know, he figured it out, but he had no intention of going into business as an, as an, an automobile manufacturer. But what's happened since then is his grandson has taken upon himself to assemble what is a recreation. Um, the, the original bits of the Fossmobile are gone to history, but uh, his grandson took all the original photos and, and, and family history and was able to recreate the Fossmobile. And I was at the unveiling um, earlier this week in Burlington, mm-hmm. and uh, that, that Fossmobile recreation is going to the Canadian uh, Automobile Museum and will be shared with other museums uh, across the country. Oh, I'm, you know, I'm glad we got uh, Darren in the studio with us. Darren, what color were the tires on that old car? Do you remember? Uh, they'd probably be black and white. Black and white. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe more white than black. You talk about old stock and new stock? Or? Yeah, no, well, they had big white walls back then, right? Oh, I love those. You don't see I see some of the old cars. Like I saw an old Lincoln Continental a couple weeks ago, and it was he had the original white wall tires. Three, four inches yeah, of sidewall white. Yeah, it was beautiful. Uh, and they white. colors them up. Now, you think they're ever going to come back, white wall tires? Yeah, you never know. Like I've seen lots of stuff come back that I never thought ever would, but uh, I, I don't think so, but you never know. You I never remember know. I used the Brillo pad, and my dad was not impressed. I <laughs> yeah, scratched it all up. <laughs> well, no, but it, it, the white wall turned blue, and I couldn't get the blue oh, off no. afterwards, you know. <laughs> but that was, that was part of your cleanup kit, you know. You had to get out there and make sure they yep. looked really good. Yeah. Um, I mean, when you're doing historical vehicles, I guess, you do see different colors on tires, eh, Brian? Yeah, the 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 Fosmobile because there was no automotive tire business back then. They were using you know pneumatic tires that were used for trailers basically or or, or carriages, um, and and uh, it there you know it was a it was a completely different time and we they didn't have roads then either so you know they were <laughs> they were you know basically driving on what were horse trails if you will and and uh, you know it, it must have been a different experience driving. You know Canada's first car in uh, in Sherbrooke, Quebec. Exactly, and I guess maybe that's why Mr. Foss was in, 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 you know impressed by the little electric buggy that he'd seen in New York when he went down there. He goes, mm-hmm. uh, "I don't have to shovel the excrement that comes out of the back of a horse." You know, yeah. I mean that'd be, uh, and I guess too. That's remember <laughs> my dad used to say they used to be. Where so, is this going? <laughs> my dad used to say they were so poor. You know, in the wintertime they would use uh, horse. Stuff for hockey pucks, eh? Remember that, Steve? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, as long as it's frozen, put them in the freezer. <laughs> Only problem is if you're playing road hockey and all of a sudden uh, it starts getting milder, mm-hmm. doesn't do much for a slap shot. No, puck gets smaller and smaller. <laughs> yeah, and the, goal, the goalie's going, "Wait a minute, when is this all over?" It's not good. Somebody wrote in uh, on our Facebook page asking, "How long typically should trailer tires last?" Like I said, it's it's all about how they're capped, right? right. If they're uh, uh, an average, like uh, God, that's a tough one. Five, five, six years, maybe, yeah. right? Uh, if you take care of them, um, and like I said, uh, they crack out typically before they wear out. So, uh, as long as they're stored properly, you should be able to at least get five, six years out of them, uh, or even longer, depending if you you know keep it inside during the off season. Oh, 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 oh! Question sure. um, on passenger tires and truck tires. I'm sure there's that dot number. Which the is, DOT. Yeah, yep. the date. Yep. They put date numbers on STs as well? Uh, D- anything that goes on the road has to have a DOT. So, yes, it does have a DOT, but that, that state's manufacture date mm-hmm. uh, only. Um, and, and like I said, it depends. If you're using your trailer all year round every day, 
they're typically probably not going to last as much as someone who uses the trailer just in the summer or maybe just in the winter and they store it inside. So it all depends on the application and how, how often they're used and how abused they are as yeah. well, right? Yeah. Uh, Question two, you know, we've had a lot of problems with supply lines. Uh, Absolutely. Any, any issues as far as trailer tires? They're, they're, well, it's actually been the fastest growing segment in the mm-hmm. tire business in the last little while, just because, as we said, people are getting motor homes, they're getting, um, you know, trailers, uh, skidoos to, tra- you know, trailers. But if you need you them, know, you can find them. You can find them, but it's definitely getting uh, a little more difficult. And as we know, we've talked about this many times, the, the major brands don't no longer manufacture STs, oh, right? I didn't know so that. it's all it's all offshore product now. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, so, and that's where we're finding a lot of the supply chain issues. All right, so speaking of suppliers, we're going to be switching gears here a bit. You know, normally you take your car to the garage and have the tires changed, but Jack Benzacar has come up with the tire butler concept where they come to you. Great look- concept. Exactly. He's going to be on the line with us right after the break. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. Welcome back. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We're going to announce the winner of our Triangle Tire Crown Rust Control Contest before 11 o'clock. Could be you, so stay with us. And over to you, Mr. Alan Gilman, with the butler, Mr. Tire Butler. Jeeves, uh, could you bring over the tires, please? Uh, The fellow from the... uh, (laughs) Home, James. Jack from Benzikar, sending over one of his finest tire installers. And this isn't just some run-of-the-mill... Oh, get on with it. I understand, Jack, these are trained professionals. They are. Very trained. We we got them from downtown Abbey. (laughs) (laughs) Look what you started. Now, if I'd want a cup of tea, would they bring it along as well? Well, usually you're 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 at your own home, so you'll make your tea. (laughs) All right. So they come to my house. They're going to do my tires. Uh, What happens if I don't have like a driveway? What do they do then? Well, you know, first and foremost, we're a mobile tire company, so we come to you. Um, usually we can find a safe place to do it if it's not in your driveway or your office. Mm-hmm. But we, um, we also have, we have our main office where, where, where all of our administration gets done, mm-hmm. where we do all of our storage. We do our training for our new staff. So, but we also have a, you know, a 40,000 square foot building right beside Yorkdale shopping mall. Okay. So what happens is there are times where people will just come to us. Uh, you know, they save a bit of money by not having the mobile service. And what we have is a shuttle that goes back and forth to Yorkdale Shopping Mall. So we call it Shop and Swap. So you come to you, know, you come to Tire Butler. We're on Bridgeland. Uh, you leave your car. A shuttle takes you over to Yorkdale. You go spend your money at Yorkdale, and you text us when you want to get picked up. You know, so, uh, seriously, Jack, you're going to try to convince me it's going to be cheaper for you to take my wife to Yorkdale. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, did they ever come back and say, honey, you'll never guess. I couldn't find anything. That never happens. Nope. That never happens. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, yeah, that's not my problem. <laughs> now, please. Go around the front to the bay. Don't go around to Nordstrom. It's way too expensive at the backside of the mall, okay? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all right, so... We have all these. Go ahead. <laughs> now, you said you offer storage, of course. So, yes, uh, we do. Now, so uh, they sit outside, or do you lock them up inside? No, no. We have we have a 40,000 square foot place that, that all the tires are stored inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, tires, that are, tires that are on rims are... are are what are stored in a way we call stove piped, which are put on one on top of each other. Uh-huh. Um, and we have a special areas to do that, and it's it's right where we work, and it's in climate controlled. Tires that are not on rims are racked. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do it as per all the the manufacturer's recommendations. 
Um, and we'll, we have upwards of around 20,000 tires stored now, at, question, at any given time. Earlier we were talking about, you know, people not checking the tires. And, and most yeah. people, you know, don't know a whole lot about their cars other than put the key in and turn it. Well, you don't even have to do that anymore. No. Um, but so when, when, when you're taking off someone's summer or winter tires, are, um, do you inspect them or do anything? Absolutely. So we, when the tires come off, we have a software system that automatically takes We do all the tread measurements. We mm-hmm. take the DOT to track them so we know what the age of the tire is. We check if there's any damage on the tire, um, we, any irregular wear. Um, and then we, you know, if, they're, if, they're, if they need new tires, we'll let them know. And during the off-season, when we have a bit of time to find better deals, um, we would get them new tires, install them, and they're ready to go in the summertime. Or sometimes you have flats. You know, we'll find screws. You don't realize you have a screw in your tire because it's holding the air, and we'll see it. It gets inspected. Um, it gets marked. Tire gets taken off the rim. Uh, if the, the flat gets fixed from the inside, tire gets remounted, rebalanced, uh, patch gets stitched, and, and um, you know, you're good to go. Well, I'm and, glad and to hear that you guys do it the proper way. You know, there's people still out there plugging tires. and Oh, I hate that. You know, we, there's people that say, oh, I can get my tire plugged for 10 bucks. You guys are going to charge with, like, Go ahead, like it's 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 like a bullet hole. A, tire, a plug, something goes into a tire. It looks fine on the inside, but on the outside, but the inside, the damage could be horrific. And and you can have, you know, if you don't sand down the belts, if you don't buff it out, you know, you'll get rust. You'll you have to do it from the inside. Um, you've got a program called Swap and Shop. A little explain yeah. that for us. Oh, so or did we already? Is that where you're taking my wife to York now? That's the expensive service. But we have. Uh, but I will. I want to add something to you guys. You were talking about tires before, but the original colors of tires. The original color of tires were white. I don't know if before, like in the 1800s, early 1900s. It was only 1904 where they put carbon black in tires to make tires stronger, and that's when they became black. Oh, they my did little, it. They did it for the just. Oh, to make it stronger, or was it just the color thing? No, it was to make it stronger. Uh, carbon black made rubber. Adding carbon black to natural rubber made it stronger. Right. And that's, that's why. That's why they started. Now, my, my tire supplier never took me on a trip to Borneo or wherever to get rubber from. <laughs> but when it's coming out of the tree, what color is it? Whitey it's yellow. White. Yeah, oh, it is, eh? The sap is white, yeah. and then natural rubber is kind of like uh, an eraser. All right, cool. Yeah. And, and you have uh, – now, I understand for, for those of you out there who perhaps own a Tesla, you guys got special authorization to work on them too now? Yeah, we've been doing Tesla for a long time, and now Tesla had their own mobile service, but as they've been growing, they can't handle doing all the tires. So, um, you know, we're one of the tire companies that are allowed to do it, and we go and do quite a few Teslas. We do tons of them, and, uh, you know, they it, it's they're pretty much similar to most every other car, but it's just making sure you put them in jack mode, um, you figure out how to reset the sensors, and uh, you're good to go. Oh, 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 sensors, sensors, sensors. It's a a sensitive topic, you know. Uh, (laughs) Sorry, we're doing all bad bad dad jokes today. Don't Uh, say we. (laughs) You are. You're You're on your own, Alan. Well, no, and and a lot of times, you know, Jack will confirm that a lot of times, you know, especially if they don't have sensors in their winter tires, you go put the summer ones on, and guess what? You find out there's dead sensors. Um, Are your trucks equipped with replacement units and programming devices? Yeah, every truck has will have we have um, aftermarket sensors that can be programmed pretty much for any car, and we have the tools to reprogram them all on every truck. Um, but uh, if you, if you if we we try to make sure that everybody buys winter sensors anyways for their cars nowadays. Uh, although it's not a law in Canada, it is in the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, it just makes makes life a lot smoother, and they've come down in price a great deal over the last few years. Now when you- they first caught up. 
Go ahead. Now you option you offer obviously um, like a discounted price when people are bringing in when you're doing more than one tire one one vehicle at a time. Yeah, absolutely. So the, with the mobile side, the mobile fee really is per stop. So if you have uh, if you have more than one car, uh-huh. uh, it, it's it the price keeps going down. It, it gets the, the 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 mobile fee gets averaged out over all the cars that are there. So we have a lot of families. We have you know on the weekends we'll have families that invite all their kids over. They have a brunch. They have like seven, eight cars there, and we'll go and do all the cars for them at one time. A tire so, swap yeah. picnic. Oh, wow. So there you go. Party. That's it. Party. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so thetirebutler.com? Yeah, you got it. Tirebutler.com. And you have a real phone. It's 416-234-1... Go ahead. 234-1688. We have a real office and a real building. So if there's ever anything you need, you can stop by our place as well, where we sell all Thule product hitches, racks, um, all sorts of stuff for your trailers. And uh, to have you know everything you need to have a great summer. And if you want quicker service, stick around. I'm going to give uh, Jack's cell phone number at the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, thanks for joining us. Keep up the great work. All right, thanks guys, and thanks for having me. Have a great day. All right, we're going to have the contest winner, Steve. Are you ready? See, si. we got a drum roll and everything. Uh, we'll try and get one from Borneo. Okay, this is Steve Corner Garage. <laughs> we'll be right back. Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage. I'm Brian Max, uh, sitting here in sunny California. Nice to hear you guys in studio. I, Darren, I hope you're keeping my seat warm. Absolutely. And uh, Al, yeah. we've, got, we've got the winner for our April contest for a set of triangle tires and a crown application. Exactly. Best time of year, of course, is the spring to get that car sprayed so it doesn't rust down the road so that you don't have just four wheels going down the street and uh, where's the rest of the car? It's all rotten. We have the winner. Her name is Kathy Erdman, and she is from Kitchener, Ontario, and uh, she's the winner of uh, of four uh, triangle tires. And she's she's going to arrange to get, you know, she's supposed to bring it to me, but apparently, when well, Alan ain't good enough or something. She, <laughs> she lives in Kitchener. Far. He's not going to drive from Kitchener to Toronto. I would have bought yeah. her a coffee and give her one of them st- stale bagels <laughs> that Steve, Steve bought day olds the other day. You Don't know, you he, go. Oh, that's not very a, nice. He wanted a medal, eh? You know? <laughs> he gave me uh, one of those forklift specials. This whole... Change, change the tires. Just you wait a minute, God breath. Change the tires, <laughs> oil filter, and he whack. It's like 300 bucks. How come there's and I six? Give, and I bring him back bagels and cream cheese. But and come, now they're stale. How come there were six in the bag already? <laughs> yeah. In, 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 they come in dozens, don't those they? Those are the day olds, eh? <laughs> Uh, yes, so I want to thank Kathy for putting her name in, and uh, she's going to have lots of fun with her tires. Do we know what kind of car she has, Steve? I don't know. Why don't you phone her today? <laughs> well, I'll give her a call later. She can call the show next week and tell and us. Uh, Brian, and, and Darren is going to, at his because he's a classy guy, mm-hmm. with a white glove is going to deliver the tires to her in Kitchener. Oh, wow. Because yeah. I live in Cambridge. Well, they fit <laughs> in his car. The well, they fit in his car. Well, depending on yeah, if it's a pickup truck, we may have trouble. <laughs> uh, now you have, but you have tires for all sorts of vehicles, right? Absolutely. We we basically from you know, sedans, cars, light trucks, medium trucks, which is your tractor trailers, mm-hmm. STs as we spoke uh, about in the show here today, um, and then OTR, you know, construction, industrial. Um, solids. We also do non-pneumatic tires, solids. Well, we, when we you said off the road, I was thinking maybe Brian was drinking too much down there in California. Yeah. And he, <laughs> what about the... vehicle vehicle's uh, off the road. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's water and coffee for me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what about o- OTVs? Like the, uh, yes. yeah, the OTVs that 
OTRs, you mean? Yeah, OTRs. Yeah, OTR, like, so, you know, mining tires, um, uh, backhoe, um, anything that, you know, it's considered non-DOT products. So, that, like we said, DOT, uh, all tires that go on the highway or roads have to be DOT'd. Mm-hmm. Um, these tires are not DOT'd, and they go on the equipment that you see uh, that's trailered to, mm-hmm. you know, where it's needed. Excellent, excellent. And people want to find out more, you got a website? TriangleTire.ca. So here's a question. I'm going up north to Uh-oh. try and put my buddy's dock in the water. This is the only time he calls me, mm-hmm. and he's got the off-road ATVs, right? Yeah. So what kind of tires should... Do you carry those? We Currently, we don't carry ATV tires. Okay, end of conversation. Um, end of conversation. <laughs> then, Brian, what are you testing this afternoon? Uh, I've got the uh, high performance uh, Hyundai Elantra N. So it's a uh, it's it. I race front wheel drive cars. This is a high performance front wheel drive sedan, and uh, the roads here in Northern California are awesome. I'm just loving this thing. What's the N stand for? Uh, that is Hyundai's performance line. So if you see an N badge on any Hyundai, that means it's the go fast version. Really, wonder why mm. N. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, N, N actually stands for Nürburgring, which is where their uh, test facility is. Famous, the famous racetrack in Germany. There we go. Oh, that's right. Yes. Nürburgring. Yes, yeah, I remember driving there years ago, Al. <laughs> but you and your, and your card was flapping <laughs> from the trunk. Speaking of German cars, I understand Mr. Hamilton is not very happy. Right? Yeah, Formula One's not going well for Mercedes AMG this season. Right. And um, yeah. there was rumors. You think he'll jump ship or what? I, well, he's he's won seven world championships, and if this season doesn't go well, I wouldn't be surprised if he retires from Formula One. Isn't yeah. he also making a bid, uh, along with Serena Williams, to buy the uh, Chelsea uh, soccer team? Mm-hmm. There oh, you go. That's what put, I heard. Put yeah, that one in your yeah, cut. So it might be a transition thing. to another sport. Yeah. Because, well, I mean, how much more can he do, really? He's not Tom Brady. Well, no, and apparently a lot of those <laughs> Russian oligarchs had to get rid of their teams, you know, because they didn't have, they lost their yachts. Or they got taken well, away. Yeah, well, the yeah, there's lots the, on the market, I guess. The guy yes. owns a Chelsea uh, team. Have you seen his yacht? I did. As a matter of fact, Ooh. we we went to, uh, where's the limoncello come from? Sorrento. Italy. Sorrento. Yeah. All over Italy. Yes, in fact, we were on the top of the hill. It was a gorgeous view, and, and there was this big friggin' boat in the, in the, in, uh, in the distance. Ship. And the guy said, uh, "Oh, that's this is that's the guy." And I went, first of all, I didn't know what Chelsea was. Cinnamon bun. I'll have four of those with a yacht to go. <laughs> oh, is there a cinnamon bun? Mm, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Don't we'll, go down that road with him, please. And wash it down with some limoncello. It's my favorite. Oh, oh. You, oh I can't. It's even if it's really cold. Uh huh. It's like. I don't like it that Too much. Too much sugar. But you eat that. If you had a choice between limoncello, mm-hmm. it's a car show. Why not? Between limoncello and a chocolate gelato from Italy, what would you have? Oh, 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 oh. I'd do them both, but at separate times. Just give me an answer. <laughs> you got to make a choice. got to make a choice. Limoncello. You? Darren? Chocolate. For Absolutely. Sure. Gelato, chocolate, and Italy. Mamma mia. <laughs> it's just so good. You All can right. have that with your cod. He's going to try and wrap it up now with his Dr. O brace. Uh, we want to thank Darren Bossens, the VP <laughs> of Triangle Tire. Thanks for coming down. No, thanks for having me, gentlemen. And Appreciate check out their it. website. Uh, you know, a great alternative. You're keeping a car for a few years. You don't have to buy the tier one. You don't need the most expensive tires. They're great tires, and they're half the price, right? Look for value. Look there for value. Especially now, you know, look, because we look at you. are going to fill up a car now. You're looking at over $100. So uh, if you're easy. lucky, if easy. you're lucky, yeah. Yes, and if you want to save money on gas, by all means, have your brakes checked. As we were talking earlier, 
a dragging brake will make your car use way more fuel. And Brian, you have yourself a great time out in California. Bring us some sun back, if you don't mind. Please. Or a stogie. You like stogies. <laughs> or some gelato. Or maybe get Al, get, he'll give, bring you back some cod. Some limoncello. <laughs> and I want to thank Carlos behind the, uh, behind the desk. Thank you, Carlos. Carlos, you eat cod. Don't Once put him out. There you go. Okay, why not? Uh, you got something in common. This is Dave's Corner Garage. Drive safe, everyone, and we'll talk to you next week. Have fun. This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM 740.